my faithful and loyal readers and listeners. Welcome to another segment of Verse of the Day. Today's verse comes from Numbers 6, verses 24 through 26. And it says, The Lord bless you and keep you, and the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Today's verses show God's gracious response to his people if they maintained purity in the congregation. The heart devotion that they showed by their actions was viewed much like that of the Nazarite vow. To bless the Hebrew word badak carries the idea that God's presence, activity, and love brought into a person's life or brought into a person's life and environment. So the first thing this blessing does was it set um so we're gonna look at three things that this blessing conveys. So this blessing was set before God's faithful servants under the conditions he had established. That's the first thing it does. The second thing about this blessing is that the priestly blessing consisted of three parts. The first one was the giving of God's blessing and his protection from evil forces and all that was harmful to one's welfare in life. The second is that the shining of the Lord's face upon them would be God's favor, goodwill, and grace toward the people, which means that his anger was turned away from them. Remember, grace is God's mercy, love, and saving power. And the third thing that it does is the turning is the turning of the Lord's face towards them. Which would be, for example, caring for and giving to them with heartfelt love. What God gives is peace. Being at peace, the Hebrew word shalom, means being complete because God supplies all that is necessary to give life its fullness. This includes hope for the future. The opposite of peace is not only lack of harmony, but evil in all its forms. And the third thing this blessing does is God's blessing on his people would result in their being used to touch all the nations. They would reflect the lighted touch of God's salvation to all of humankind. But now for the big question. Because this blessing was given to the people of Israel. Does it still apply to us? And the answer to that is that it still does apply to us. And the reason for this is because when you accepted Jesus Christ as your as the Lord and Savior of your life, you were then grafted into or adopted into God's family. Which means all of the promises God made throughout both the Old and the New Testament apply to you. What you have to remember, the key to unlocking all of this, is putting your faith and trust in God. You can do that by following these very simple steps. The first one, you have to recognize that everyone sins, that you are a sinner. Which comes from Romans 3.23, which says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The second thing you have to do is you have to recognize
recognize the penalty for your sinner's death. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sinner's death, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The third thing you have to do is you have to believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And the last thing you have to do is in order to be forgiven of your sin. You must believe and declare that Jesus is Lord because our salvation only comes through faith in Christ. Which comes out of Romans 10, 8 through 10, which says, but what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the message concerning faith that we proclaim. You declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So that is the end of our verse of the day segment. Normally we would have another segment after this, going over something else. But I want to put a little brief hold on that for the next two or three days as we move into the Advent season. So when we get to within the 25-day mark of 25 days before Christmas, then we'll do start something new. We're going to go through something that's going to teach us about the events leading up to Christmas. So until then, come back for more verses of the day.